into the distance There's a house upon the hill Guiding like a lighthouse It's a place where you'll be safe to feel our grace Cause we've all made mistakes If you've lost your way what is up guys this is harrison Scherzing, and welcome to the change university podcast where our curriculum is you it's me it's all of us we believe if we want life to change we have to change i have to change and you have to change but which you that's the question of the day and that's the question of this show it's the you you think yourself to be because who you think you are it's not who you are it's just a conversation that's why we're gonna have one right now as a reminder, you can subscribe to the show, get daily notifications about when each show releases. You can also, if you're so kind, maybe hit the stars at the bottom, however many you so choose, maybe leave a review, but also, if you could, as we call it, pay the fee. If I do something good for you, may you do something good for me and send it to a friend, share the show. That's how the, sh- uh, that's how the show grows. We do not run ads for the show. So if you could share it, that'd be great. This is classic value exchange. If this is good, which obviously I don't do great every time, but if you get something out of today's show, I ask that you share it. And these last daily sparks, again, this is the daily spark. So we look at one spark. It might be a quote, concept, question. It's a lens for us to look through because when we look through a new lens, we see a new life. That's the opportunity today. And we've been looking at the Bible this week and we're going to continue to do so. I think it's I think spreading the word of God is incredibly important. Something that I love to do. Obviously, faith is a foundation or it is the foundation of my entire life. And so the Bible, I love to share. I love to share principles from it. And today we're looking at the gospel. We're actually in the gospel of Mark. And it's a beautiful story about a father approaching Jesus. His son is possessed by a spirit. We're in... Mark 9, if you want to turn, uh, turn in your Bible to Mark 9. <laughs> but it's a beautiful story about a father approaching Jesus. And his son has had a spirit his entire life. The spirit, the demon would throw him into the fire, throw him into the water. And they ask, how long has he been like this? And the father said, from childhood. And he approaches Jesus and he says, if you can do anything, have pity on us and help. And Jesus, has, say he says a line back that's pretty funny, and this isn't what we're focusing on today, but he says, if you are able, at least that's the tone of voice I read it in. There is an exclamation point, so it might not be question, the tone of questioning. He says, if you are able, then Jesus says, all things can be done for the one who believes. Now that line, of course, is powerful. It's almost too powerful to even look at. It's not something that I embody to a, to a degree in which I can speak upon. So much power there. All things can be done for the one who believes. That's not the line we're looking at today. Here's the line that we're looking at. Here's what the father replies. I believe. Help my unbelief. It's almost like that father speaks for the entirety of humanity. There's always a part of us that believes but there's also a part of the, us that doesn't believe in anything. In this, in, this, in this place, it's faith. In this place, it's the risen Lord. But it can be anything. There's a part of you that believes, but there's a part of you that's saying to life, that's saying to God, help my unbelief. This doesn't seem fair. Help my unbelief. This doesn't seem right. Help my unbelief. 
I love that honest prayer. Help my unbelief. Because right before that, he says, I believe. And then right after, he says, help my unbelief. So you go, whoa, whoa, wait. So do you believe or do you not believe? The man's hinting at this layered, the layered dimensions of our being. We talk about going from thinking to doing to being. Head, hands, heart, where there is an alignment from your entire being. My conscious mind can say something, but if my body is not in alignment, there's going to be an incoherence in the frequency. I could say, I believe, but help my unbelief. There's something in here that doesn't believe. There's a little bit of internal contradiction. There's an incongruence to what I'm saying and what I'm feeling. Help my unbelief. And the great thing is the man is talking to the right person. He's talking to the Lord. Lord, help my unbelief. And of course, the Lord gives him a reason to believe. He heals his son. But here's what I want to look at today. I want to look at one fact and one question. The fact is this. Humans lead with belief. If you do not believe something is possible, if you do not believe something is worth it, we're not going to put the proper energy, the proper work, or the required energy and work to even make it happen. We lead with belief. This is the classic Roger Bannister story of the man who believed first he could break the four-minute mile. Therefore, he put in the time. He put in the work. He put in the process and the practice. We lead with belief. And so that first step is I have to get my mind to possibility. I have to open myself up to the possibility of divine intervention, of the fact that, of course, there is a God who wants the best for me, who is working and curating my life for my ultimate good. And not only my ultimate good, because he's my God, but he's the creator, crafter, builder, guider of all. And so we could say humanity is good as well. Now, why do we lead with belief? Why do we need to constantly open our mind to possibility? Because the ego jumps to conclusion. The ego creates cages, boundaries, barriers through conclusions. Through, no, that's not who I am. No, that's not going to work. No, that's how you do it. No, all those negations of possibility is the constraint of the ego, the knowing or quote-unquote knowing mind that loves to fight to be right. And that's basically the number one prerogative of the ego. It has to fight to be right because that's the generation of the evidence for the ego. And I love this line, Narrow is the path so narrow that God or your ego will make it through. Therefore, that's why life is such a fight for possibility. It's such a fight for the expansion of one's being. The ego is constraint. The ego is conclusion. Therefore, I'm constantly going to try to open my mind up to possibility. I'm going to constantly try to knock down the walls of conclusion, the cages of conclusion. And so that's the first fact. Humans lead with belief. I need to get my mind open to possibility. And here's the question. What am I putting my faith in? 
It's no surprise people walk around or, well, people walk around with so much fear when they feel so isolated, when their faith is in nothing but themselves. I think that's why some people can be at such peace. Their faith is not in themselves. Emerson has that beautiful quote where he says, you're laying in the lap of an immense intelligence. What is there to worry? And the Bible says, has worrying ever gained you a second? Has it ever gained you benefit? Now, that's not verbatim for the Bible quote, but it basically is for Emerson. And then Peter Crone talks about we're individuals held up by the collective. There is countless chapter, verse, quote about the concept that we are the leading edge. We're the extension of the divine. And so if your faith is in self, it is completely isolated. It's on a complete island. No surprise. There's no surprise. There's points of unbelief. That's like points, ground, portion that hasn't been surrendered over to God. But God, I'm worried here. I surrendered to you. Therefore, boom, we're back. I'm an individual held up by collective. I'm laying in the immense intelligence. I'm a co-heir with Christ. I'm a son of God, guided and protected. All those great lines... Of course, the ego might try to fight, but not for long. Because we see how the man in this story says to Jesus, I believe, help my unbelief. I think that can be the prayer for us today. The prayer for us every day is, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. I surrender whatever portion of my life I haven't given, you, given to you, to you. Use it. Use me. Anything that has happened great in my life has been started by that line right there. Lord, please use me. Use this portion of my life. I surrender it to you. Not meaning passively. Human agency is still our law. It is still our rule. It's still our role. And so I want to look at that. Fact number one, I lead with belief. Question number one, what is my faith in? It's not in me. It's never in me, but it's who it's in who is using me, whose hand I'm being guided by. And so that's my invitation to you. If you do not have a faith life, I absolutely encourage you seek with everything you have, with everything you have. And that would be my encouragement to pray that prayer that father prayed To Jesus, I believe, please help my unbelief. And here's the last thing I'll say. It's actually almost a prayer, and it is a prayer. I forget who wrote it, but I have it on my wall, and I absolutely love it. It says, God has created me to do him a definite service. He has committed work to me, which he has not committed to another. I have my mission. I have a point in this great work. I'm a link in the chain, a bond between persons. I shall do good. I shall do his work. And so I hope you can say that today. I hope you pray a similar prayer of, I believe, help my unbelief. Please use me. 
Because as Jesus said, all things can be done for the one who believes. Let us continually work on our belief and knock down the cages and the constraints of our ego. And so that's what I'm thinking about today. And I invite you to think about that as well. So pay the fee or pray for me. Either way, I'm praying for you. God bless you, my friend. I hope you got something out of today's show. Be powerful and live on purpose. I will leave the light on